Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. This is Mama J, none other. I am here for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio, that little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5. This is the Fantasies Podcast. After that last bit of uh, kink and fetish, it just seemed like the natural thing to follow it up with would be fantasies. We'll get to that. My first order of business is very, very, very important. I have a personal shout out for two gentlemen that are my own personal knights in shining armor, Jason Suddeth and Chris Suddeth. Thank you, guys. Uh, I, I've got the full story on two of my Patreon tiers. It's a really good story. Uh, in a nutshell, I was stranded the other day, literally stranded. And these guys just came up and they rescued me. I, I mean, just absolutely. I was stranded, literally they came up. They didn't know who I was. They rescued me. They wouldn't take anything but hugs and thanks in return. So I am going to try and pay it forward. I am going to try and live by their example. Uh, Jason and Chris, you guys are my knights in shining armor. Thank you again. You guys absolutely rocked my world with the saving of the damsel in distress. Uh, if you are listening Get in touch with me and I will take you guys out to lunch or dinner or dining, dancing, I don't, just whatever. Get in touch with me. Uh, go to my website. It is slutradio.fun. And from there, you can check all the links and do my email and get in touch with me. I would like to take you guys both out to dinner. If you are married, I will take your wives out too. If y whatever we have to do to make this happen, you guys... You guys absolutely rock my world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, like I said, I will be trying to pay that forward. So anyway, now this is where I would normally do my Dave Portnoy shout out. And I suppose just saying Dave Portnoy is kind of like a shout out. But I will bring him into the conversation a little bit later. Remember... We're going to talk about fantasies today. How could I not bring him up? Okay, so now that you've got that to look forward to, did you guys enjoy the last podcast on kinks and fetishes? I, I did. I really enjoyed researching it. I really did. I know already we're going to have to do more podcasts about certain... Certain kinks and fetishes definitely by themselves and as a group... Uh, we just touched the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> Speaking of the tip of the iceberg, today's topic is also kind of broad. Fantasies. Now, there are so many kinds of fantasies. We're going to, duh, be talking about fantasies of a sexual nature. Okay, no romance, no revenge fantasies, no... I mean, if you guys want to think about those things... That's fine. Uh, we won't be discussing those. No, 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 babies. Not us. We are going straight for that X rating. There are so, so many sexual fantasies out there. And, and they are all delicious and delightful and wicked and, and so tantalizing and tempting. So yes, we are definitely going to do another episode on fantasies and we're not going to delve too deeply in depth with them today. So if I touch on one fantasy that you would like to hear more about, definitely let me know. We can do a whole episode on some of these, I promise. Before we do that, however, I've got to share a quick plug with you. And no, I don't mean, you know, the kind of plug that can get you green things. I mean, just about my show. I've got to talk about my show for a minute. As you may or may not be aware, I have been talking about my Patreon account. I have got this set up now, and I've got five tiers. I did a little trailer about it and released that. If you want to go listen to the trailer, check out my website. It is on there. 
Uh, it is also on the Patreon. Well, I, I don't know that I've gotten that done yet. By the time this podcast airs, I will also have that trailer on my Patreon account. So you can just do this all in one place. There are, like I said, there are five tiers. It's, uh, they go from $1 a month all the way up to $10 a month. So it's not, uh, not, you know, not bad. Each level, except for the $1 level, each level has something specific that you receive as an incentive for helping me out financially. Now, I didn't put anything in there for a dollar. You just get my thanks and my love. So I do thank you and I do love you. Uh, If you're wondering what the money is going to go toward, there are a few things. I want to, if you guys are on board with this, I want to expand into doing video podcasting. I I need some funding for that, and that would go towards some of the equipment I need. I, I don't need a whole lot of it, but what I need is a little bit out of my comfort range price-wise. I also am I'm, I'm very excited about that. I am going to have the chance very, very soon to offer Slut Radio merchandise. That's fun. I am excited about this, but I need the startup funding in order to do that. Send me your ideas for what you would like me to offer you in the way of Slut Radio merchandise. I've got one really cool idea I'm looking into already. I don't want to share it in case I can't do it. But then, you know, there are t-shirts, koozies, bumper stickers, those little round stickers that go on cars, decals that aren't stickers, you know, the kind I mean, the kind that, anyway, so let me know what you would like. I'll let, I'll, we can work as a team. Thank you. And I promise, I promise you've got me on record here as saying I will not embezzle Slut Radio funds that you are so kind to give me. Uh, All the funds will go toward Slut Radio and Slut Radio Studios. And no, I don't mean just like decorating it. I'm not going to buy Dave Portnoy wallpaper. I promise. (laughs) Anyway, I promise I won't embezzle the funds. So real quick before we start, now I've got to do my disclaimers. (laughs) God help me. I've got some rules today. And it's just mainly because fantasies can be tricky. So we're going to go over some of the, some of the, the disclaimers and some of the rules. And here's the first one. I am not a professional or expert anything. Okay. I'm just here to give you my thoughts and opinions. If you need a healthcare professional of any kind, please call one. And this one, you get to say with me, my friends, this is our slut code, our slut anthem, whatever we want to call it. We will not judge. We will not shame. There's no such thing as normal. Okay, now I've got to bring this part up. This is the extra little rules that we're discussing because today's topic is, it can be sensitive. Fantasies. Use your words and communicate with your partner your significant other, your friend with benefits. I cannot stress that enough. Words are going to save you problems down the road. Consent, and and this, this goes for all the time. Consent is a must. Even for non-consent fantasies and non-consent role play, you have to get consent. And leading up to that, Code words or signals. Sometimes you're in a situation sexually where you can't say a word. So you need to have a signal with your partner, a code word with your partner. And then you need to know, you need to be able to trust them. If the word or the signal is used, they need to stop what they're doing immediately, period. And, and what's the last one I'm going to say? No means no. Okay. Now we're done. We're done with the rules. Let's continue and talk about fantasies. Now, a fantasy, we all know what it is, right? But I'm going to go ahead and put it into words because that's what I do. 
A fantasy is imagining something that is impossible or improbable. Now, if you throw in any sexual component, you've got a sex fantasy. Woohoo! Okay. Fantasies themselves. I know we just said there's no such thing as normal. Fantasies are normal, I promise. And yes, that includes sexual fantasies. I know there really isn't a set norm, but like I said, everybody, everybody has a fantasy. Even if it's a vanilla fantasy about going on vacation somewhere that you can feed a giraffe. Okay, that's a fantasy. Because in our everyday life, this is, what did we say? Impossible or improbable. You can save your money and go to a resort where you can feed a giraffe. Yes, that is making your fantasy come true. That's turning your fantasy into reality. That's fun. And we'll get to that too. I will tell you that if you are like me and you don't have a vivid imagination, that is perfectly fine because, baby, I have some of the wildest fantasies that people have heard. <laughs> and yes, I mean sexual fantasies. Uh, so, so I am here to personally tell you, don't you worry about your level of imagination or lack thereof. I, I do want to say that fantasizing while you're watching porn or while you're masturbating is common. Um, role play and fantasizing. Okay, role play and fantasizing are kind of like milk and cookies. They just go together. And yes, we are going to talk about role play. Role play is just kind of like when you act like somebody else. Sexual role play is the same, but with sex thrown in. So we'll, we'll get to that, I promise. Like, I, I, I said it before, I'm saying it again. It's here in my notes. I've got to say it again. Uh, the Kinks and Fetishes podcast. This one, Fantasies, Kinks, Fetishes. We're going to do more episodes. There are just too many, and all of them deserve equal time. Oh, my daughter texted me. Oh, yay! I have a date with Dee Dee. Let me text her back. All right. Yay. I'm so excited. Now we are going to get to dun, 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 role play. Okay. I really, uh, you know, for that Twitter poll, I have to say, I wish I could have put in about 50 more fantasies and role play probably would have been the top one. But I picked the ones I picked for a reason, and I don't know what the reason was. So there we go. Um, role play. So often, this is, it is a very, very common thing for the face that people wear in real life to not be the face of their sexuality. Um, like if you're an office manager in real life, you may want your partner to be the dominant one in the bedroom. You can role play and find out these things. You can find out what you like and what your partner likes. Um, and it, it can be very interesting from a psychological standpoint. So, but you guys can choose any role. And if, if you find that you are more comfortable in a dominant role or a subservient role, that's fine. And we'll, we'll get to the role playing in, you know, like I said, in more detail here in just a minute. I got to tell you, Mama J's story time, Mama J's story time. I don't know if I've ever told you about the young man I dated when I was in college. Back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Yes, I actually dated a young man. And I, I, I consider this guy still to this day my sexual soulmate. Because sexually, he and I were just a perfect, perfect fit. And I am bringing him up because he is the one who introduced me to fantasizing and role-playing. Yeah, so he opened up a whole new world for me. So if I could say his name on the air, I would... I, oh, I still think about him. Okay, and I, I want you to know, 
a lot of women, a lot of women, myself included, have sexual fantasies that revolve around going to the doctor and specifically a gynecologist. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, most of us in real life, you get up on that stupid exam table with a paper on it and it's rattling and you've got your naked ass and your naked pussy on display for everybody to see and they tell you, okay, now slide toward the end of the table until your ass and your cooter are hanging off the end and then they insert the speculum. Okay, right there, that's why it's going to remain a fantasy for most of us. Um, it, and it's not just the speculum because a lot of people have included speculums in their, uh, lovemaking and their sex play. If you don't know what a speculum is, Google it. S-P-E-C-U-L-U-M. Okay. Hopefully you'll see a picture of it and then you'll know. And that's about the time that most women's gynecological fantasy flies right out the window. So there we go. Now, fantasies. What are some of them? The doctor-patient fantasy. Yes, that one's hot. A lot of people out there are turned on by medical equipment, like stethoscopes and the speculums, tongue depressors, for heaven's sake, the uh, blood pressure cuffs. Some of these things are really sexy. Uh, nurse, doctor, you know, you've got a whole dynamic there with the whole medical profession. You can have nurses, you can have doctors, you can have, you know, nurses and patients, you can have doctors and nurses and patients, you know, you can have all kinds of things. What about teachers? The hot for teacher fantasy. This works if you're a guy or a girl. It doesn't matter. We've all had that hot teacher that we've been in lust with. There is nothing wrong with having a fantasy about him or her. Absolutely nothing. What about that sexy schoolgirl uniform? Now, I am not advocating um, hitting up the schoolgirl next door. That would be a bad idea. But a lot of, uh, a lot of the fantasy world that where I shop in Knoxville actually has a whole line of costumes that they are, they're out 365 days a year. It's not just Halloween. And one of the hot costumes that they are, they go through the doctor and nurse costumes. They go through these sexy schoolgirl uniform costumes like hotcakes. You wouldn't believe how fast they go through those. So the sexy schoolgirl is a fantasy for a reason. If you are fantasizing about that, that's fine. Bring that into the bedroom. You know, try that one on. See if, uh, if, or there's sexy school boys too, honey. I'm not going to be sexist here. There are sexy school boys. Um, legal age of consent insert that and go with it. Okay. Um, now put all those things together, the hot for teacher, the sexy schoolgirl, and the uniform and put all that together. And then you get one of those college professor student fantasies. So that's really hot. So what should you do? What should you do? Let's say that, that me and my significant other or my friend with benefits decide that we are going to have a doctor-patient fantasy. Well, I don't have an exam table. I don't have a friend with benefits right now either, so I'm kind of making him up. I'm, assu I'm assuming he doesn't have one either. <laughs> so we don't have an exam table. I don't have any medical equipment. I've got a blood pressure cuff. I do take my blood pressure periodically, but I'm not into that. He might be. So I might ask him before I, you know, come over to his house. Hey, do you want me to bring anything? And, you know, if we have made plans ahead of time to enact this doctor patient fantasy, he might say, oh, do you have a stethoscope? Do you have a blood pressure cuff? Do you have anything like that? 
And that's when I would put that in my little bag and bring it along with me. So rubber gloves. Well, maybe not rubber gloves, latex. Know if your partner has a latex allergy. That's an important thing. Um, but yeah, get those exam gloves out and get you some lube. Uh, doesn't matter, again, if you're a guy or a girl. Prostate exam can be fun. Yes, it can. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. You put on those rubber gloves, get some lube, and uh, yeah, investigate some nooks and crannies on your lover and see, you know, just use some medical jargon, you know, pick up a notebook and act like you're taking notes or something. And But it's your fantasy. Act it out the way you want to. That's the whole point. I'm just here to give you the outline. Okay, what about, oh, what about the stripper fantasy? I mean, strippers are a big deal. It's a gajillion dollar a year business all over the fucking world. People put stripper poles in their bedrooms, in their living rooms, for God's sake. So, yeah, enact that stripper fantasy. Um, now this one is going to require some imagination and maybe some props. How about a harem, a harem fantasy? Um, you don't have to have other people there. You can just go pick this one person for the evening. You see where I'm going with that. So again, use your imagination. And even if you don't have a good imagination like me, these things, we're still on like just you and a significant other right here. We've got a lot of fantasies to cover. <laughs> so how about the old boss and secretary? How about that one? That's been around a long time for a reason. It's a classic. It's a, a I, I, oh my goodness. I can't go into how fun that one is. That one's good. If you can find a desk to fuck on, that's even hotter. If you can actually find an office, oh, do that. Do that. <laughs> There's the hot neighbor fantasy. Who hasn't had one of those? And again, guy, girl, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Now, this one is, uh, this is a common fantasy. It's the babysitter fantasy. And again, guy or girl, doesn't matter. I do ask that you please make sure you're fantasizing about someone of a legal age of consent. That's all I ask. <laughs> and if not, don't tell me about it. The hitchhiker. You pick up a sexy hitchhiker on the side of the road. You, you can even go so far as to, you know, find a place to meet your significant other and take the car out there, drop them off, turn around, and come back and actually pick them up. Start your role play that way. Get a cop to write you a ticket. I mean your significant other. <laughs> That's a fun one. I have a cop story to tell you here in a few minutes. It is not about getting a ticket, and it's, well, you'll like it. Uh, but yeah, have your significant other write you a ticket and try to bribe your way out of it. Try that. And, you know, they they have, again, they, they have cop uniforms in fantasy world sells these. And so you can even dress up as a police officer and, you know, buy some of the sexy handcuffs or real handcuffs. <laughs> so you can take that cop writing you a ticket to all kinds of levels, all kinds of levels. Now, another thing you can do is, this one's fun. This one's really fun. Watch some porn together and do whatever the actors do. I mean, within reason. If, you're, if they're having an orgy and it's just the two of you, maybe you can't quite do that. But you can say, oh, oh that couple over there, let's do what they're doing. You can do that. This one is a little controversial, but I bring it up because it is a very common fantasy among both sexes. Angry or violent sex or consensual rape sex. 
This is something, uh, oh, and I, I have to add aftercare for both parties, please. Um, but the angry, violent, consensual rape type sex is a fantasy. I will tell you that you need to be careful with it. There need to be open lines of communication, and you need to keep those lines of communication open. Okay, I'm done preaching. Uh, and by the way, angry, violent sex, when it is done right, is so hot. Oh my goodness. And yeah, the aftercare is essential. The aftercare is, it's almost sexual as well. Uh, I, I can't describe it unless you have been, you know, a party to it because I haven't, I, it's just not something that I've had very often, but when I have had it, it has been really nice. Okay. Lots of people, this is another common one, but most people are not going to admit it because it's taboo. Incest. Now, I am not condoning actual incest, but you got to admit, Jamie and Cersei, Game of Thrones, sexy as fuck, yes? There is nothing wrong about fantasizing about a brother and sister or whatever. I'm not going to give you, a, I'm not going to put ideas in your head, but incestuous sex is an actual fantasy. It is a very common one. And again, open lines of communication, talk to your partner, find out what they like, let them know what you like. Now, most of what we just listed are role-playing fantasies, and that is you guys, or me and my significant other, we're pretending to be these people in these situations. Now, if you have one of these fantasies that you, is, is a wonderful fantasy, it makes you come every time you think of it, but you have no, absolutely no intention of ever making this fantasy come true, like an incest fantasy, um, you know, that's, that's a common one. And, you know, let's say you're an only child. You don't have a brother, but you think it would be hot. So you fantasize about, you know, a brother with your significant other and it's really hot and everything. Well, let's say that your significant other has a brother and he thinks you're into this. Please communicate to him that this is just a fantasy and you don't want this in real life. That's absolutely fine. And if you are into it, let him know that too. Okay. And I've got to add, I know I keep nagging and harping on this, but keep it legal. Okay. All right. Now that we have discussed just a few of the fantasies, the role-playing fantasies that we can get into, let's look at our cupboard of spices and see what we can add to the recipe. Ooh, how about this bottle of kinks and that little sprinkle of fetish? How about kinks and fetishes and where do they stand in role-playing? Well, that's a very good question. I don't know that I have a good answer for you. <laughs> Let's see. Kinks and fetishes can be their own role-playing. They can be their own fantasy. The first one on my list here is dirty talk. I love dirty talk. If you don't know how to dirty talk, that's fine. None of us know how when we're starting out. I would suggest watching some porn or reading some erotica. Uh, Literotica.com is a very, very, very good website. Look for me. You can find me there. <laughs> Surprise, right? Uh, but no, they, they have some very excellent authors and if you wonder how to incorporate some dirty language into your lovemaking, that can help you. But I think, honestly, porn is going to help you more than anything there. So the next on the list, 
Uh, well, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Dirty talk. So we're we're adding kinks and fetishes now to the previous fantasies that we listed. So let's say that your cop from your fantasy has pulled you over and he's writing you a ticket. Now, are you going to try and, I mean, this is your fantasy, I'm assuming, or your significant other's fantasy. One of you is going to try and get out of this ticket with a blowjob or something. There, There is something. Somebody is going to try and exchange sexual favors. Talk dirty when you do it. Talk dirty. You know, say, well, officer... I really can't afford a speeding ticket right now. Is there anything I can do to get out of it? You can start off all innocently. And, you know, the your cop can just say, no, ma'am, I have to do this. And you can just reach out and, and kind of start stroking his cock and tell him exactly what you want to do with it. Just tell him, don't you want me? Don't you want me to look up at you with my big brown eyes while your cock is going in and out of my mouth while you skull fuck me? That's, that's one of the ways you can incorporate dirty talk into the, uh, the cop fantasy. So, just saying. And the dirty talk can be a fantasy in and of itself. I love dirty talk. And sometimes that's all I need uh, as far as fantasy goes or, or whatever because it, it just is so liberating and so freeing. And when you are able to be liberated while you are being sexual, sexually liberated, it's wonderful. It is just absolutely wonderful. So dirty talk can can definitely give you a sense of freedom because you know normally most of us just don't drop the f-bomb every five minutes so anyway sex toys add those to your fantasies yes have your lover use one on you use one on your lover uh the next on the list is ass play slash butt plug so, butt plug is a sex toy. <laughs> I keep going back to the cop, but that for some reason, I, I, I don't know why, uh, for some reason that one is standing out to me. Maybe I need to go speeding. <laughs> but let's say that you are talking dirty to your cop now, and he's almost to the point where he's ready to let you give him this blowjob. What you could do is just reach around. You've been stroking that cock, yes? Reach around and grab his ass. Sometimes, I mean, the ass is very, very sensitive. Uh, if you if you want to, you can, you know, pull a butt plug out and ask him to put it in your ass. Now, if there's a cop out there who can, you know, who can withstand you offering him a blowjob, playing with his ass, and, and offering to let him put a butt plug up your ass, well, think about that. Okay. Anyway, and bondage. Bondage. What if said cop decides to put you in handcuffs because you're such a bad girl or a bad boy? I don't care. Bondage. Okay, discipline. This gets into spanking and choking, which again, those are, oh my God, those are fantasies in and of themselves, as well as kinks and fetishes. So, you know, they all go together. They really, really do. Um, so the spanking, the choking, spitting. I glossed over spitting when we were talking about kinks and fetishes. Uh, spitting was actually suggested to me by a friend to add to the kinks and fetishes list because they enjoy being spit on during, during sex, during foreplay. I have had this done to me. It is hot as 
fuck. So if you incorporate that into your fantasy, that, and again, this is going to be things that you guys are working together. It might be something that you really like doing, but your partner's like, eh, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. I mean, if it gets you off, go ahead. It's, it's called taking one for the team and we all do it. <laughs> we all do it. But if, if you're not into something and you don't like it, that's when you need to tell them. And you need to tell them if you're meh, if you're meh with it, tell them so they know maybe they shouldn't do it all the time. Okay. So that's, that's spitting. I'm good with it. I don't mind doing it or having it done to me. Are y'all taking notes? <laughs> no, this is not about me. This is about you, babies. Hair pulling. Now, it's not a form of discipline, but most of us don't mind having our hair pulled a little bit while we are in the throes of sexual passion. So, and again, that could be a fantasy in and of itself, or it can be added to another fantasy. The, these things are, are like uh, nachos. They have layers on them. Or onions, I guess. No, onions have layers. I like nachos better. Uh, then we have, after hair pulling, we've got BDSM. Yeah. Now, that, again can be a fantasy in and of itself. That is a whole lifestyle in and of itself. Um, there are uh, there are there are a few meanings for this one. Typically you're going to have a dominant and a submissive, the dom and the sub, and you're going to have some kind of a discipline, disciplinary action or the S&M part in my day used to stand for sadomasochism. So I don't know if that meaning has changed over the years, but you can, you can definitely, definitely have fantasies about this. I don't know a whole lot about this just because this is not my cup of tea. I have done some, some dom sub type things. I have done some bondage. That's typically what the B in BDSM stands for. I think it's uh, bondage, domination, and sadomasochism. Yeah, sadomasochism. I I think that's what the BDSM stands for. Again, that could stand for a lot of different things. Uh, I am not really sure. There are parts of BDSM that just because you're bringing up something in this category doesn't mean you want to do it all. Or maybe you do, but you don't know. So again, communicate, 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 and communicate. Okay, what about having uh, stockings or heels on? And yes, guys and girls can do this. Yes. Now, did I just blow your mind or are you? is your mind already open to that idea of cross-dressing? Okay lingerie lingerie goes with stockings and heels and again men are welcome to wear lingerie i have absolutely no problem with this um you might want to incorporate a sensual massage with some oil let's see what else is on my list oh 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 squirting squirting you can squirt you can try to squirt uh you can make her squirt uh if you're two women you guys can squirt together i i am not typically a squirter so i i i don't know i'm just gonna leave it there guys you can come somewhere new how about that um you can come on Let's say that you normally just, where, where do you come? Where do you come? On somebody's belly. Let's say you come on their belly. Try coming on their face. You know, try, try coming on their ass. And you can always 
always incorporate come play into your sex. That's sexy as hell. Come on somebody and then play with it. Oh my God. Okay. Mm. Worship. And I don't mean in the classical sense of going to church. I mean cock worship. I mean ass worship, pussy worship. Worship those tits. Worship those feet. Worship those hands. Worship something on your partner or or ask your partner to do this to you. Uh, and worshiping, let's say cock worship. This is something that I like to do. I don't just give head. I really, really, really like to do it. And it's kind of like I was talking about that that guy that uh, in the the Kinks and Fetishes podcast, that that sweet sweet young man who just absolutely owned being a foot fetishist, and he worshipped my feet. He made love to my feet. That is what I do to a dick. There are things, and I'm not going to brag about it because I am always open to learn new things and new techniques and I will always add something to my repertoire or if something doesn't work for someone, I will not do it with that someone. So every cock is different, but I do, I love, when I'm going, when I'm just boogieing, I don't like to stop. I like to worship a cock. If you've never worshipped something on someone sexually, try it. It is such a turn on to turn them on. Okay. All right. So now up until this point, sorry, I was really getting a little hot and bothered there. I really like to worship a cock. <laughs> so up until this point, we have been able to keep this all these sexual fantasies, all the kinks and fetishes that go with them, we've been able to keep this between us and our partner in our own bedroom. Okay? Yeah. Are you ready to head out and about? Okie dokie. How about the fantasies of sex in public? Mm-hmm. That's called dogging, by the way, which is really appropriate because I'm hearing dogs barking outside right now. I wonder if somebody's having sex. Um, this goes with uh, sexual behavior that puts you at risk of getting caught. Uh, people have fantasies about these things, and uh, <laughs> it's 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 fine. It's good. Uh, people like to fantasize about having a quickie and spontaneous sex. You know, just driving down the road and ooh ooh oh this one, this one. Now you just heard me talk about cock worship. Give him an unexpected blowjob while he's on the phone. Wow. That is, yes, it's time for my Dave shout out. Dave, I saw this sex video with you and some female last summer. Oh, she was a very lucky lady. Um, and it was like three seconds long. <laughs> All it was, was uh, a woman who had obviously been giving Dave head and she was coming back up and he put his hands in her hair and he pushed her back down. Yeah. Oh, what I'd give to be her. Mm, 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 mm. So that was my Dave shout out. So give him an unexpected blowjob. He's on the phone talking to his grandmother. What's he going to do? <laughs> He's not going to stop you. His dick is in your mouth. Hello. <laughs> he's just, he's stuck. Yeah, give him an unexpected blowjob. Oh, yeah, you can tell I fantasize about this one. If she's on the phone, give her some head or suck her tits. 
just totally unexpectedly, worship her ass. Eat her ass while she's on the phone. Yeah, she's talking to her grandmother. Eat her out. Eat her ass. There you go. Okay, sex in the car. Sex in the car. How about on the car? Sex on the hood of the car, on the trunk of the car, up against the door of the car. <laughs> um, how about the bed of the truck? Yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, how about roadhead? Yeah. You, the guy's driving and girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever is sitting in the passenger seat and they're like, hey, baby, why don't you come over here and blow me? Do it. But for the love of God, you who are driving, be safe. There is a reason it's illegal. Okay, enough said. I'm, I'm done. Roadhead is a good thing. Just be safe. All right. Okay, I'm going to do this in a different order. I need to redo this. Um, okay, so yeah, don't, uh, if you don't trust your driving while you're shooting a load of jizz down your lover's throat, Roadhead may not be for you. Um, video yourselves having sex. You know, I said that I saw this, this three second long day video and that three seconds was hot. So video yourselves having sex. Maybe you, maybe you don't need to leave your bedroom for that one. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to have a video of you having sex in the park. I don't know. Just again, a lot of these things are illegal. Please be careful. Okay. There's also, I don't know, have you guys seen these? Some big cities have these. I want to say I saw one one time in Boston. This is a public bathroom that sits on the sidewalk like a porta potty, but it's not a porta potty. It is a box made up of one way mirrors. So you can go in there and you can pee or you can poop or you can jerk off or I'm going to guess you could have sex in it, but you can see everybody around you, but nobody can see in. Now that would be hot and you know, people have done it. You know, they have. Oh, mm, okay. That leads me to exhibitionism and voyeurism. I have a story about each one of those things. Of course I do. It's Mama J. I have a story for everything, don't I? Um, most of these things in this category, the getting out and about category, have something to do with exhibitionism and or voyeurism. Those two things tend to kind of go together. Uh -huh. And if you can, if, okay, I'm just going to tell you my stories. How does that sound? All right. So I have this fella in Knoxville that used to be my friend with benefits and he and I don't see each other any longer which is very sad he was a very good friend with benefits to have he uh he he was just he and I were a very 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 good fit sexually very very good um but I was over at his house one night and where he lived there was some kind of business this was an apartment complex that he lived in, and the walls were nice and thick. We never heard a peep from anybody, and we were loud. So I, and he never got any complaints about us. Um, but there was a business with a parking lot that you could see from his bedroom window. And we never shut the curtains. It was kind of hard to see in because where his apartment was, was on, he, he was like on the backside of a hill. And so even though he was on the ground floor, the hill made it difficult to see into the windows. And this business that was across the street was very, very far down the hill. And then again, across the street. So... 
we, very often when we hooked up, we didn't bother to close the curtains. It wasn't an exhibitionism thing. It's just because nobody could see us. Uh, so that was it. But this one evening, we, I had gone over there and he and I had many, many fantasies that we acted out and we had many kink sessions and fetishes and he, like I said, he was a very good friend with benefits and I was over there this one evening and there, I don't know which one of us even noticed it, but there was a police officer in an unmarked car that was, he was just sitting at this business that was across the street. And I don't know if he was filling out reports. He could have been getting a blowjob. I don't know. We couldn't see into his car. We saw the car. We recognized it as an unmarked police car. And we saw the little searchlight thingy that it had next to the driver's side rear out the exterior driver's side rear view mirror boy that's a mouthful so yeah we saw the little searchlight that police cars have so one of us i don't know which one it was i want to say it was him but one of us had the idea to put on a show for this guy and we did we did we got really nasty and really graphic and kept the lights on and had our monkey business right up in that window and in order now that wasn't enough we wanted to know that the cop was watching us so what did my friend with benefits do he went and got a flashlight and he started flicking it and shining it around until the spotlight came up to our window. And that was the point that he and I started our monkey business. Well, we were already, I may have been giving him a blowjob while he was shining the flashlight around. I, I don't know exactly, but yes. So the cop shined the spotlight on us and we gave him a very good show. And he, he sat there and watched for a very long time. That was, that was my story and about exhibitionism. Now I've got one about voyeurism. I have another friend. Now this one has benefits, but, and they are sexual benefits, but he and I have never actually had sex with each other. He is into voyeurism. He likes to watch. So what he does for me is kind of acts like a pimp, but there's no money changing hands. I just, you know, no. Uh, he will be in the room when I hook up with somebody and he'll watch and at one point he even kind of came over and basically told this other guy how to fuck me so that's just my real short voyeurism story I have a friend who's a voyeur and he really 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 gets off on watching and you know, like I said, he and I have never hooked up, but he has seen me absolutely buck naked and being fucked. So yeah, that's, that's hot. Exhibitionism, voyeurism, really hot. Now what would have been perfect is if my Knoxville dude and this other dude could have gotten together and my Knoxville dude and I could have just fucked our brains out in front of this other dude, but that never happened. So, and now I don't see either one of them anymore. <sighs> okay. So what is next? I, I cannot believe my show is going this long. I'm so sorry, but this is just such a good topic and it's such a broad topic.
But yeah, I saved the trickiest ones for last, the trickiest fantasies. Now, why are they tricky? Because now we're going to dive into the fantasies that talk about bringing somebody else into the bedroom. Even if you just fantasize about that and this never, ever happens in real life, please remember that your significant other can become jealous. I can't stress that enough. This same friend with benefits in in Knoxville that I had that we put on the uh, show for the cop, I had... I want to say I had a threesome with him. That's a little misleading. Um, There, he was there. Another girl was there and I was there. She and I talked to each other. We watched him perform with each of us, but she and I did not do anything. Yes, we did actually. Yes, we did. She, I played with her tits while he was fucking her which was really hot. She had some amazing tits. And she actually gave me a sensual massage around my pussy. And it was it was something that she had always wanted to do, and she asked me if it was okay, and I said, "Oh, oh yeah, that sounds like fun." And oh my god, it was. It was. It was so hot that I started thinking I wanted to get together with her without him there. Okay? Now, I I did. I, I texted her and, and talked to her and went over to her house and nothing quite happened. Uh, We kissed a little bit, which was really hot. And then uh, we got naked and we each used a vibrator and we masturbated. And I cleaned hers off. I licked it clean. And she told me that was really hot. Uh, But that's all she and I ever did. Okay. And the reason was our mutual friend with benefits that we had both played with together in Knoxville, he got his feelings hurt because I got together with her without him there. Because I guess we had broken some kind of trust. We didn't talk to him about it, and we should have. There were three people in that bedroom There were three people interacting with one another, and we should have continued that. Now, he really, just being a friend with benefits of both of us, he really shouldn't have gotten all butthurt, but that's his prerogative, and I apologized to him. I'm pretty sure she did, too. Uh, And we did reassure him that nothing happened. And in fact, when she and I were masturbating and using our vibrators, we were actually talking about him. (laughs) So, but he didn't want to hear that. And so there we go. If you, like I said, we are talking about adding somebody else in the bedroom now, even if, and I'm going to say it again, even if it never leaves the realm of fantasy, it never becomes real, your significant other could still get jealous. Now, how do you have a threesome without it being real? Well, you always can pretend, again, your, your partner is a stranger. Your partner is Joe Schmo from The Office. Um, if you start bringing real-life people into fantasies please be careful that's where it gets tricky because now you're bringing somebody else's name into your bed people get jealous it's a natural thing that's what i'm saying talk 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 okay now let's say for the sake of argument we are out of the bedroom and we've talked to our significant other 
everything is hunky-dory, swell, dandy, fine. And now we are talking about threesomes for our fantasy. And we are, we're talking about making this actually happen. Okay, so good for you. Keep those lines of communication open. What about swinging? Oh my God, that sounds like so much fun to me. I have been described, if there are any of my swinging listeners out there, I have been described as a unicorn, just saying. Okay, there's there's group sex, which sounds like an orgy, but it's not. So you've got group sex, you've got orgies, you've got swinging. No, they're not all the same thing. Not remotely. They really aren't. And then kind of off by itself in the corner, we've got cuckolding. Now, all of these things, this, the threesomes and the group sex and the swinging and the orgies and the cuckolding. And if you don't know what any of those are, I'm not going into it right now. Google them. These are not the same things at all, but every single one of them, and I'm, I'm harping on this, but it's so important when you're bringing somebody else into the bedroom, especially in real life, you have to have open communication. Um, I, I just, I really can't stress that enough. You may just decide to change your mind and back out at the last minute. I did that one time. Uh, my friend with benefits in Knoxville, the one that I don't have anymore, uh, he had set up a threesome for me. And at the very last minute, I mean, this guy was knocking at his door. And at the very last minute, I said, no, I can't go through with it. I was scared. And I don't know why I was scared because I have fantasized about this for years. But I told him, I kept it open. I kept it honest. He went to the door and he told the guy, I'm sorry, she's changed her mind. So that was really good. He could have been a real butthead and said, no, we've got this guy here. You need to go through with it. And me being me, I probably would have. I probably would have had a great time. But I changed my mind. That was my prerogative. And I communicated that to my friend with benefits. That was a very, very smart thing to do. And when it comes to threesomes, open communication again. Uh, I can't stress that enough because guys typically think of a threesome as a guy and two girls. Well, I don't. I think of a threesome as me and two guys. You can have a threesome where you're all the same sex. So there's that. Uh, Nothing wrong with any of these. I... And this is, this is another one of my fantasies. Not only me and two guys, I would like to see those two guys play with each other in addition to playing with me. So there's that. Just sex for everybody. Woohoo! Um, so now, okay, now that you have any number of things to fantasize about, talk to your partner Talk to your significant other, talk to your friend with benefits, talk to your lover and find out what he or she wants to do. Find out about their fantasies. Tell them about your fantasies. Now, as always, I want to hear your sexy stories and your questions and your thoughts. And I want to hear how it goes if you talk to your partner and you fantasize about something or you introduce something new in the bedroom. I want to hear about it. Okay, we're wrapping it up now. So get those pens and paper and get ready to write. Are you ready? Okay, my website, like I said earlier, is slutradio.fun. You can find all my links all my episodes, all my trailers, everything is there. All my bonus episodes. Uh, the only thing you can't get to is now that I've got those Patreon tiers, there are some podcasts that I'm doing specifically for tier groups. So if you want to hear those podcasts, you have to join the Patreon tier. Um, okay, my email is slutradio69 at gmail.com. My Twitter 
is at Slut Radio 1, the number 1. My Instagram is Slut underscore radio. My Patreon is patreon.com backslash Slut Radio. It takes you right to my page. I have bonus episode 3, Codependency, coming up. So look for it soon. And then stop by on Friday when you can hear me talk about something that I haven't thought of yet. Okay, it has been real. It has been long. Oh my goodness, this has been a long episode. So uh, I will see you Friday, my babies. Bye-bye.